Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. One day, and he said, when those spiritual songs come forth, he says, I'm giving the church songs about what I want them to do. And I give them to you in a song so you can sing them over and over and over again. Hallelujah. So tonight, he said, take hold. This is the time. This is the place. God's going to pour out his mercy and grace. Hallelujah. He said, you're going to sing. You're going to dance. You'll tell everybody about this great romance. What romance? The romance between me and God. Spiritual songs move you forward. They take you great leaps forward. Tongues get you through the door. Singing spiritual songs gets you so much more. He said in the Word, he said, he said, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Already from the spiritual song the Lord has sung tonight, you feel edified. You feel encouraged. You feel like I can do this. Hallelujah. That, that's part of the call on this ministry is to be a voice and say, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. We're moving in this direction. Hallelujah. The Lord has given the city into our hands for the preaching of the gospel. All we have to do is birth it. Prayer is the womb of the Spirit. Anything that's birthed into the earth comes through that womb of the Spirit. The Lord has asked us to do more and because he's asked us to do more there's more territory to pray about there's more things to get in the spirit about it's more important than ever that you bring your supply to church amen that you're praying about the church about the ministry I'm not saying you're not that would be wrong I know you are but the Lord has been dealing with me He says, I'm increasing your reach. And as the reach increases, the prayer cover has to increase. Hallelujah. Do do you see that? The, the, The significance of the Spirit has to increase. Hallelujah. There's got to be things prayed out. The services have to be prayed out. I've got to pray some things out so I know what God wants to do. I was sitting at home today, and, and I was preparing, and just kind of, I, I was meditating on the things of God, and I kept, I kept sensing in my spirit, unusual, unusual, unusual. I'm prepared, I'm ready, I'm always ready, but unusual things of God. Very often when we talk about a time limit, 
we talk about, you know, we, we, we're not gonna, we're not gonna shorten the time. Here, here's what I want you to understand. We don't have a time limit short or long. What God needs to do, God can do in 20 minutes. We're not gonna prolong it. But we're also not gonna short circuit it. The things that God's doing in the city, listen, the churches that are gonna move forward are those that are going to move forward in the Word and the Spirit. Our time for our pet doctrines is over. we got to be led by the Spirit and moved by the Spirit. You understand? And when God gives us songs and hymns and spiritual songs, He's saying, this is what I want to do. This is how we're going to do it. Everything that the Lord said to anybody tonight, He's going to do that. He sang over you tonight and spoke that to you. It's, 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 it's sure. It's sure. It's as sure as your name is what it is. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. you got, you got to pray these things out. I was praying for one of our pastors in our fellowship. And, I, and, and, and as I was praying, I just kept praying and I kept praying and I began to see some things in the Spirit. Some things that were happening behind the scenes. They had been dealing with some issues. And I, I just kept praying things out and praying it out and praying it out. When, when God brings churches into your fellowship, it's not just churches that, that are there to, for you to say, we got this many churches in our fellowship. Now, I got to increase the prayer cover. In, in the book of Acts chapter 6, you remember what it says? It says that, that the widows were being neglected in the daily ministration. And it says that the 12 called the people together and said, look out, seven men full of the Holy Ghost that we can put over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the Word. To prayer, it's getting bigger, we got to have more prayer. It's getting bigger, we got to have more ministry of the Word. So churches come into the fellowship, you got to increase the prayer cover. Because they're looking to you for the head, they're looking to you as the leader, and you got to increase the prayer cover. It's not just this is a pastor in my fellowship, it's this is my responsibility to pray some things out. Amen. Do you see that? Brother Hagen made a statement one time. He said, he said he was in a church. Is this okay? I'm, ju- I'm just going to be led by the Spirit. He said this. He said that he was in a church and that when he was there at that church, this person was touched so mightily by the power of God and that they were, they were just drastically saved and touched by the power of God. And he said, I came back to that same church a couple years later and I asked him, I asked about this person. I said, where are they at? They were so touched by the power of God. And they said, uh, well, we don't know. They just quit coming. And he said, the Lord spoke to him at that moment and said, yes, and I will hold the church responsible for that. Because he said, when I birth babies at the altar, I expect the church to cover them in prayer and keep them in the things of God. So when God brings 
members into our fellowship, brings churches into our fellowship, it's not just that's a fellowship church. Now the prayer cover has to increase. The churches that will be planted out of this body, the prayer cover has to increase. Amen. So I'm praying for them. And we had increased our prayer pressure for them because uh, there were some things going on. But I saw in the spirit this morning, and, and, and suffice it to say, I can just say it this way. I saw the spirit that was trying to work its way into that ministry. And the Lord said, take authority over that spirit and run it off. And in, in the spirit, that, that, that spirit looked like a, a wolf. And when I said, in the name of Jesus, you cease in your activity against that body. In the spirit, I saw that thing tuck its tail and run off over the hill. And the Lord said, now call them and tell them that and tell them there's going to be an unusual liberty in their church today. I called them and told them they received it. And I watched their service today when I got home. And sure enough, it was there. Hallelujah. Do you see this? We're moving places. There's ground that we're taking. God has put a responsibility on us, but God trusts us to do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time we have Sunday morning, you know I was looking around today, not very many seats left. Not very many seats left. That's wonderful. But we got to pray. We have rows of new Christians. We have rows of new believers that just got born again two weeks ago. We got to increase the prayer cover. We got we got to increase the prayer pressure. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we have that responsibility. We have that responsibility. The Bible says, God, God said this in the book of Isaiah. He said, will I bring it? to the place of birthing and not birth it he said when Zion travailed they brought forth hallelujah come on any any of any of you mothers ladies in here that are mothers you know you know when you get to those last months of pregnancy dear God I've never been pregnant but I've watched my wife be pregnant and she's like I am just ready to have this child Can't you see us in the spirit? Right now we're just I'm just oh, ready to have this child. He will not bring it to the place of birth and not birth it. We're pushing. We're pushing in prayer. We're pushing in the Word. We're interceding. God is showing us what He's doing. We've, we've got people every week interceding specifically for our children's ministry. Children's ministry was packed this morning. 
fact, I had the children's ministers come to me and say, we're ready for our new building. I'm ready too. We're pushing. We're pushing. We're pushing. Tell your neighbor, we're pushing. Tell them, say, we're pushing. Hallelujah. He'll bring it to pass. He'll bring it to pass. But First Peter says that we have to watch in prayer. Uh, Ephesians 6 says we have to watch in prayer. And he says we need to be sober. I'm, I'm going to turn this other mic on here real quick. He said uh, we need to be sober. You know, when you think of sobriety, it's the opposite of drunkenness. Somebody that's drunk, they don't know what they're doing. Somebody that's sober, they're alert. Is that right? They're aware of what's happening. We're aware. We're aware. We're watching. Is that right? Tell your neighbor, say, we're watching. Tell them, say, we're watching. We're watching. Now, let me, uh, let me, I think, I think, wrap this up with this. You know, if God brought you here and made you a part of this ministry, He's got things for you to do. Ever what it may be. Uh, praying. Praying over the ministry. Praying, bringing your supply. Being a part of a department. Amen. God, God told me the other day I was praying, and I asked the Lord, I said, what is priority? Because I, I want to know the priority. If you're asking us to do all this, what is the priority? I don't want to miss it. And he said three things to me. He said, plan, prepare, and produce. And so... I've been spending the last months just planning and preparing. Preparing departments, planning, because we're producing. Hallelujah. The Lord, I've said this before, but the Lord showed a minister something one time. He was in a foreign nation ministry. And he said, I was sitting on the platform during praise and worship. And he said there was 120 ministries represented there on the platform. And he said he was sitting there and he looked up and he saw Jesus. And he was standing here by this minister and his wife. And he said, this is such and such pastor and his wife, and they pastor this church in this city. And he said, they're not interested. And he went to this man. He said, this is such and such pastor and his wife. They're not interested. He went through 120 ministers. And out of 120, only three were interested. 120 ministers. Only three were interested. 
Who do you think received that night? The ones that were interested. Everything God wants to do through you, He's going to do it through you in the local church. I've got to be interested in what God's doing. I'm going to say this the best way I know how. The, The day is over that I'm concerned about everybody seeing what I do and it's more important that I'm doing. Hallelujah. Just flow in what you're called to do. Don't worry if everybody calls you by a title. Just flow in what you're supposed to do. If, if, if you have a prophetic gift, flow in it. Don't worry if everybody calls you prophet. The Lord told me close to 10 years ago that I had an apostolic call on my life. I never told anybody. The first time it was stated publicly was when Miss Pat said it on a Sunday morning right here. I don't need everybody to know for me to flow in it. You understand? You just got to flow in it. I'm interested in what God wants from me. I'm interested in you succeeding. I'm interested in you doing everything that God wants you to do in your life. But my interest is not enough. You got to be interested. You got to be interested. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, it says, seeing that we have such a great cloud of witnesses. Yeah, think about that. There are people in the grandstands of heaven right now cheering you on. They've already finished their course. They've went on to their reward. We got to stay interested. We got to stay interested in, 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 in the things that God wants us to do. And let me say this, and then I got to pray it out. Spend less time looking for advice from everybody else and more time praying out what God's telling you. You got to pray it out. You got to get alone. You got to get alone with God and pray it out. Y'all hear me? When when you begin to intercede, I saw a uh, a service one time in the 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 seventies with the Phil and Fern Halverson. Anybody ever hear of the Halversons? Phil and Fern Halverson. Uh, great people of prayer they uh they were part of mac and lynn hammond's church for years and uh he was teaching on intercession and he said you get to a place in intercession where you literally go into the spirit world and you pull that person you're praying for out of the clutches of the devil And here's why I'm saying this. We quote scriptures and we should quote scriptures. But I'm concerned. I'm concerned because one type of prayer does not meet every condition. There are are times 
it calls for the prayer of petition. At times, it calls for the prayer of thanksgiving. Right now, we're in a time when God's calling us to intercede. He said to us, He said, this is the year to see me move in your families. Now, it's not enough any longer that we just go to the scriptures and quote scriptures over our family and claim the scripture. We should do that, but then we got to get busy and step out there in the darkness and say, you're not having them. And pull them out. With me? Hallelujah. That, that, that is the key to where God's taking us. The city has been given to us. We have to birth it. You understand that? Something can be given to you and never come to fruition. Because we got to birth it. You know, I'm telling you some things the Lord's told me tonight. I don't tell probably 10% of what God tells me. Because He's always telling me. Hallelujah. The Lord, the Lord said to us, He said, He said, I'm going to take the part of your Pentecostal background, the way you were raised, and I'm going to merge it with the word and the word of faith and the word and the spirit that I brought you into all those years ago. And he said, you're going to have the best of both worlds. The moving of the Spirit and the preaching and teaching of the Word. Hallelujah. There are things in this city that were dropped that we got to pick up. You hear what I'm saying? There were things that were abandoned. There are revelations that were abandoned that we got to pick up. And go with because God doesn't want Little Rock to be void of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We 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 gotta go there. I remember I was in uh, Marietta at the yearly meetings in January with Brother Copeland and Pastor Nancy. And I was there by myself. And uh, Pastor Nancy came out and she made a statement. She said, she, she asked me to stand up and she looked at me and she said, she said this. She said, it's easy to look at what God's asking you to do and say, that's just too great. And she said, when you see it, don't go here. She said, when you hear it from God, just go there. Just go there. I've been just going there. We're praying big prayers because God's doing big things. Hallelujah. And there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. But I, I was standing in Cedar Rapids. That's where we were, wasn't it? That's where Jim let me fall. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now he's drunk in his defense. He was drunk on that new wine. But she was praying for, Pastor Nancy was praying for all the ministers. 
And she came to me and she said, uh, you think you're doing a lot for the Lord. And she said, and you look at your plate and you say, my plate's full. And she said, that's easy. Just get a bigger plate. And then she laid hands on me and said, here's grace for a bigger plate. Grace is the bigger plate. I've been expanding my plate. There's more and more to do. Pastor Michelle's new book comes out in September. It's at the printers right now. She was just booked for one of the major television broadcasts in America. She just recorded programs with Kelly Copeland. The last service that we had here Wednesday night, 328 people watched it. 328. That's double what we can put in this sanctuary. How in the world 328 people hear about us? When God positions you, the right people are here. And they'll watch and see. I was looking over the sanctuary today and started counting newcomers. They're everywhere. How are they hearing? I don't know. But here's what I've learned. If you put a little honey on the floor, the ants will show up. I'm saying all this to tell you, we're everything God said, He's doing it. Y'all remember when I used to say on Sunday morning when there was 20 folks, this is as small as we'll ever be. And I'd come back Sunday night and have 10 folks and say, this is as small as we'll ever be. Well, you look around now, we're, we're double or triple that. This is as small as we'll ever be on Sunday night. On Sunday morning, that's as small as we'll ever be. God just needs somebody to declare it and pray it out. Just declare it and pray it out. Do you see this? Hallelujah. Just say it out loud. I'll declare it and I'll pray it out. Now, I'll finish with this. That's the work in the kingdom. It's praying it out. Praying it out. The Lord told me three things very early in my ministry. He said, you, you have to be, learn to be led in your spirit. Then he said, you have to be intimate with the Holy Spirit. And then the third thing he said to me was, you have to be a man of prayer. Have to be. Have to be. Hallelujah. Guys, gentlemen, we can't relegate prayer to the ladies. We got to pray. We got to pray. We, we got to enter into that place of intercession. We got to enter into that place where we're taking things back, not back from the enemy per se, back from the power of darkness. This is our year. We're taking hold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe God. So I'm just recruiting some help. Some prayer help. I know you're praying. I'm just asking you to pray more. Every time you think about it, just pray about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because you can pray some things out. You can pray some things out about where we're going. You know, it's a lot easier if I'm not the only one praying. Hallelujah. God, God can speak to you about something. God can say, hey, I know y'all are looking for a building. You know, there's a building over here as you're praying it out. Lord, thank you. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the perfect building in the perfect place. We're praying it out. We're not leaving anything to chance. Is this all right? I got to be done. Isn't God good? Taking hold. Taking hold. Taking hold. And I'm determined. I'm determined to be even more bold about what I believe. This, this, this is it. God is rallying the troops for one more big lap around this earth. We're entering in. Do you realize that? We're entering into this third great awakening. And, and I need, yes, Lord, I'll say that. Thank you. Don't panic about certain things. Well, you know, they're going to try to codify this and and, and, you know, the president has issued executive orders. Let me, let me tell you something. They didn't think Roe v. Wade would ever be reversed. We prayed that reversal into existence. Didn't we? How many of y'all were praying for that to be reversed? Hands all over the place. We prayed for it to be reversed. Now think about this. Think about this. My prayers are stronger than your executive orders. And if our prayers, the prayers of the churches, reverse Roe v. Wade, there's nothing that our prayers can't stop. Don't worry about it. I said, don't worry about it. Our job is pray out what God told us to do. We pray for kings and all that are in authority, but what do we pray for them to do? That they might come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm going to help you as your pastor. Don't be making fun of your president. Don't be watching derogatory things about him. you got to pray right. And you can't pray ugly. The Bible never says for you to pray, God, get them. It says, pray that they might come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Isn't that what we want? We don't want anybody to go to hell. Why? Because we're of our Father God. We're a love child of a love God. We want everybody to be saved. Don't worry about it. We got, we got work to do. I say, we got work to do. I say, we got work to do. And we can't get distracted. You want me to tell you real quick what stops, stops people from getting into deep prayer? You ready? Squirrel. Distractions. Distractions. Lord, help me say this right. We all live in a natural world. And we have natural enjoyment that we enjoy doing. There's things I enjoy doing. 
But I can't ever afford to allow myself to be giving more time to that than I am to the things of the Spirit. Then I'm out of balance. Amen. You know, we're, 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 we're all, all of us men, we're going to go to the shooting range here in a few weeks. Only thing y'all better be praying about is that you can whoop me, but you can't. Maybe Richard, maybe. I don't know. And I taught him everything he knows is about. No, not really. <laughs> I'm joking. We enjoy that. I'm just recruiting help. I'm recruiting help that won't be distracted. The Lord said to us, He said in this year that it was a year of beautiful clarity for us. I see great things for our nation. Do you realize with the reversal of Roe v. Wade by the highest court in the land, God can now pour out His blessings on our nation like never before? Because the highest justices in the land have said that's not constitutional. That's not in the constitution of this nation. That's, that's powerful. Yeah, but they're going to do this and do that. See, that's, there's that squirrel again. I was at the National Association of Christian Lawmakers Conference. There were more than half of the chairs. There were 26 lawmakers in that conference. That's right at about half of the lawmakers. 26 raising their hands, praying, glorifying God. Don't believe the lie that everybody in Washington has sold themselves out. There, there are Holy Ghost-filled, godly men and women that are fighting on their knees for our nation. We got the upper hand. I said, we got the upper hand. We got the upper hand. And I'll leave you with this. This is the thing I've, I've really been praying against. I've been praying against this ever since I've been in Little Rock. I will not let racism divide our city. Well, that was weak. Yeah, but you know, Pastor, we here in the South. What's that got to do with anything? That mean we just sit back and let the devil divide our city? No, this is our city. Our city. This is the white folk city, black folk city, Latino folk city, every, every, every race. It's our city. And we're not going to let the devil divide us. Not, not going to let it happen. I said we're not going to let it happen. My wife and I have been praying against that ever since we've been here. And I want you to look around our church on a Sunday morning and a Wednesday night and a Sunday night. Our church looks like our city. We got white folks, black folks, Latino folks. I'm going to pray in some Asian folks. We need some Saskatchewan noodles. Amen. Glory to God. I mean, we already got hot dogs and burrito and pig feet. We, we need collard greens. Amen. 
Glory to God. One of the ladies at our Hispanic congregation brought me some menudo. Now, I don't know if you know what menudo is, but it's cow stomach. Say, did you eat it? I took it home. You smelled good. Hallelujah. This is, this is so important. Hallelujah. We're not going to let it happen. Say it out loud. We're not going to let it happen.